Chapter Twenty Seven of Stories of King Arthur and His Knights. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Chan. Stories of King Arthur and His Knights by U. Waldo Cutler. Chapter Twenty Seven. Sir Galahad at the Castle of Maidens. The men of the abbey made great joy of Sir Galahad, and he rested there that night. Upon the morn he gave the order of knighthood to the squire who had brought him the red cross shield, and asked him his name, and of what kindred he was come. Sir, said he, men call me Melias of Lyle, and I am the son of the king of Denmark. Now, fair sir, said Galahad, since ye are of noble birth, see that knighthood be well placed in you, for ye ought to be a mirror unto all chivalry. Sir, said Melias, ye say truly, but, sir, since ye have made me a knight, ye must of right grant me my first desire that is reasonable. Ye say truly, said Galahad. Then Melias said, Suffer me to ride with you in this quest of the Holy Grail to some adventure apart us. I grant you, sir, said Galahad. The men brought Sir Melias his armour, and his spear, and his horse, and so Sir Galahad and he rode forth all that week ere they found any adventure. And then, upon a Monday, in the morning, as they had departed from an abbey, they came to a fork in the road, where stood written these words, Now ye knights errant, who go to seek knights adventurous, see here two ways. The right-hand road ye are warned against, for knight shall never ride out of that place again, unless he be a good man and a worthy knight. And if ye go to the left hand, ye shall not there easily win prowess, for ye shall in this road be soon attacked. "'Sir,' said Melias to Galahad, "'if ye are pleased to suffer me to take the way on the left hand, tell me, for there I shall well prove my strength.' "'It were better,' said Galahad, "'ye rode not that way, for I believe I should better escape in that way than ye.' "'Nay, my lord,' said Melias, "'I pray you, let me have that adventure.' "'Take it in God's name,' said Galahad. So Melias rode through an old forest, and after two days or more came into a fair meadow. Here in a fair lodge of bows he espied a chair, wherein was a subtly wrought crown of gold, and nearby was a cloth spread upon the ground, with many delicious meats upon it. Sir Melias had no desire for the food, but the crown of gold pleased him much, so he stooped down and took it and rode his way with it. And anon he saw a knight come riding after him, who called upon him to set down their crown that was not his, and to defend himself. The new-made knight was glad of this adventure, and the two let their horses run as fast as they might, so that the other knight smote Sir Melias through his hauberk and through the left side, and he fell to the earth nigh dead. Then the knight took the crown and went his way, and Sir Melias lay still and had no power to stir. In the meanwhile, by good fortune, they came Sir Galahad, and found him there in peril of death. Then he said, Ah, Melias, who hath wounded you? It would have been better to ride the other way. And when Sir Melias heard him speak, Sir, he said, for God's love let me not die in this forest, but bear me unto the abbey near at hand. It shall be done, said Galahad, but where is he that hath wounded you? With that Sir Galahad heard some one cry, Knight, keep thee from me! "'Ah, sir,' said Melias, "'beware, for that is he that hath slain me.' Sir Galahad answered, "'Sir Knight, 
Come at your peril. So they came together as fast as their horses might run, and Galahad smote the other so that his spear went through the knight's shoulder and smote him down off his horse, and in the falling Galahad's spear brake. With that came out another knight from the leaves, and brake a spear upon Galahad before he might turn about. Then Galahad drew out his sword and smote this one so that he fled away, and Sir Galahad pursued fast after him. But soon he turned again unto Sir Melias, and there he alighted and placed him softly on his horse before him. And Sir Galahad climbed up behind and held him in his arms, and so brought him to the abbey and into his chamber. Here he placed the wounded knight in the care of an old monk that promised to heal him of his wounds. "'Now I will depart,' said Galahad, "'for I have much on hand. Many good knights be full busy about it, and this knight and I were in the same quest of the Holy Grail.' "'Sir,' said the good monk, "'for his sins he was thus wounded. And I marvel,' said he to Melias, "'how ye durst take upon you so rich a thing as a high order of knighthood without clean confession, and that was the cause you were bitterly wounded. For the way on the right hand betokeneth the high way of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the way of a true good liver, and the other way betokeneth the way of sinners and misbelievers. Your pride and presumption in taking the quest of the blessed Holy Grail made you to be overthrown, for it may not be achieved but by virtuous living. Pride is head of all deadly sins, and that caused you to depart from Sir Galahad and when ye took the crown of gold, your sin was covetousness and theft. But this Galahad, the holy knight, the which fought with the two knights that signify the two deadly sins which were holy in you, was able to overthrow them, for he is pure in his heart. My lord Galahad, said Sir Melias, as soon as I may ride I shall seek you. God send you health, said Galahad, and so he took his horse and departed, and rode many journeys forward and backward, as adventure would lead him. Then Sir Galahad came unto a mountain. There he found an old chapel where all was desolate, and he knelt before the altar, and besought of God wholesome counsel. As he prayed he heard a voice that said, Go thou now, thou adventurous knight, to the castle of maidens, and there do thou away the wicked customs. When Sir Galahad heard this, he thanked God and took his horse, and he had ridden but half a mile when he saw in a valley afore him a strong castle with deep ditches, and there ran beside it a fair river that was called Severn. Then he met with a man of great age. Either saluted other, and Galahad asked him the castle's name. "'Fair sir,' said he, "'it is the castle of maidens.' "'That is a cursed castle,' said Galahad, "'and all who have intercourse therein are cursed, for all pity is lacking there,' and all cruelty and mischief are therein. Therefore I counsel you, Sir Knight, said the other, that ye turn back. Sir, said Sir Galahad, ye may be sure I shall not turn back. Then Sir Galahad looked on his armour to see that nothing was lacking, and he put his shield afore him, and anon there met him seven fair maidens, which said unto him, Sir Knight, ye ride here in great folly, for ye have the water to pass over. "'Why should I not pass the water?' said Galahad. So he rode away from them, and met with a squire, who said, "'Knight, those knights in the castle defy you, and forbid you to go farther, till they know what you would.' "'Fair sir,' said Galahad, "'I come to destroy the wicked customs of this castle.' 
"'Sir,' said the squire, "'if ye will abide by that, ye shall have enough to do.' The squire entered into the castle, and anon there came out seven knights, all brethren, and when they saw Galahad, they cried, "'Knight, defend thyself, for we assure thee nothing but death.' Then Galahad put forth his spear and smote the foremost to the earth, and therewith all the others smote him on his shield, great strokes, so that their spears break. Then Sir Galahad drew out his sword, and set upon them so hard, that it was marvel to see, and so, through great force, he made them to forsake the field. Galahad chased them till they entered into the castle, and they passed through the castle and out at another gate. Now there met Sir Galahad an old man, who said, Sir, have here the keys of this castle. Then Sir Galahad opened the gates, and saw many people in the passages that he might not number them, and all said, Sir, ye be welcome, for long have we awaited here our deliverance. Then came to him a gentlewoman, and said, These knights have fled, but they will come again this night, and here begin again their evil practices. What will ye that I shall do? said Galahad. Sir, said the gentlewoman, that ye send after all the knights hither that hold the lands of this castle, and make them to swear to use the customs that were used heretofore of old time. I will well, said Galahad. She brought him a horn of ivory, richly bound with gold, and said, Sir, blow this horn, which will be heard two miles about this castle. When Sir Galahad had blown the horn, he set himself down upon a bed. Then a priest came and told him of the evil practices of the castle, and why it was called the Castle of Maidens. It chanced in this wise, said he, more than seven years agone the seven brethren came, and lodged with the lord of this castle, and of all the country round about. When they espied the duke's daughter, a full fair woman, they plotted falsely betwixt themselves, and slew the duke and his eldest son. Then they took the maiden and the treasure of the castle, and by great force they held all the knights of this castle against their will, under their power in great slavery, and robbed and pillaged the poor common people of all that they had. Then it happened on a day the duke's daughter said, Ye have done unto me great wrong to slay my own father and my brother, and thus to hold our lands. But ye shall not hold this castle many years, for by one night ye shall be overcome. Thus she had prophesied seven years agone. Well, said the seven knights, if that be so, there shall never lady nor knight pass by this castle, but they shall abide here, whether they will or not, or die for it, till that night be come by whom we shall lose this castle. Therefore it is called the Maiden's Castle, for many maidens have here been destroyed. By the time the priest had finished, the knights of the country were come at the call from the ivory horn. Then Sir Galahad made them do homage and fealty to the duke's daughter, and set the people in great ease of heart. And the next morning one came to Galahad, and told him how Gawain, Gareth, and Uwain had slain the seven brethren. "'I am glad to hear it,' said Sir Galahad. And he took his armour, mounted his horse, and commended the people of the castle of maidens unto God, and so rode away. End of chapter 27